Just say it, Jack. I'm too tired to be angry. I'm worried about you. This again? Hey, listen. Did you just talk? Whoa. Did you just understand me? Wait, 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 wait. That is heavy eye contact right there. You heard me. First of all, when did you learn how to be a Pokemon trainer? And secondly, get me the hell out of here! Humanity's evil. Welcome to hell in a cell. And we're back with season two of Hell in a Cell. And after season one, I realize how terrible that name is. <laughs> is it is it because it's an understatement, James? No, it's just it's just hard for SEO to search it. That is true. That is very true. Oh, <laughs> uh, regrets. Regrets. I've had a few. Anyway, welcome back. Maria, how was your break? I didn't get one. Well, shit. <laughs> shit for you. <laughs> that sucks. How was your break, James? I mean, it was mostly spent looking for a job, so... <laughs> so, samesies? Yeah, kinda. Samesies. Uh, samesies. But we're back. We're back, Maria. We did it. We we clawed our way. We tried to claw our way out of hell, but we ended up falling back in. It's because we have manacles on our feet, James. Yeah, after a while, you just kind of forget they're there. Yep. It's the problem. <laughs> so, um, yeah. It's not even We're... attached to like a an iron ball. It's attached to our contract, which is heavier than like the tablet with the Ten Commandments on it. <laughs> well, that wasn't that heavy. Moses like carried those. Yeah, but then but they were like olden times people. They carry heavy shit all the time. <laughs> Imagine okay. me trying to carry that tablet, okay? I I can and it's just not pretty. I have to like attach leather straps to it so I can carry it on my back cuz that's the only strong part of my body at this point. <laughs> at this point and it's dilapidated yep <laughs> I took a nap in uh, my chair once good for you I'm proud of you no that's, that's how that's how messed up my back is is what I'm saying, trying to say oh I don't think that translated that well well anyone who's taken a nap in a chair knows that's terrible for your back mm. most things are terrible for your back this is true. So, damn it, God, why'd you make that part of us so shitty? Well, uh, uh, interesting question. <laughs> it's actually not that shitty, but I can't go into the specifics. Otherwise, we'd have to start a different podcast. <laughs> I don't want to start that podcast. Anyway, the contracts are, are weighted down by our regrets. Yes. <laughs> What are, we, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, we do a podcast about animation. It's called Hell in a Cell. You're listening to it right now. We take a cartoon and we talk about it. Right, Maria? Yep. Who are you? Um, I'm Maria. Good for you. Yep. 
And I'm James. And we're your hosts. We're in hell. I think I think we've established that. I don't know. It's a new season. It's a new day. We're dawning. You know, we're rebooting. We're rebranding. We're refocusing. Uh-huh. We're rewiring. We're reconstituting. We are re revitalizing you mean revitalizing yes but we're doing it twice just to make sure it sticks <laughs> you know it won't no anyway we watched cartoons and this cartoon we watched was called courage the cowardly dog you may have heard of it or not if you haven't what's wrong with you if you haven't you're very young and what yeah, like, Courage was the shit for, like, late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. This was a kid's show. It was messed up. <laughs> we talked about this a little show. bit in last year's episode, the first episode. Mm-hmm. Don't watch it. It's terrible, probably. I haven't gone back and listened to that piece I of have. Shit. It's got have some weird you? clicking noises in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Before, you know, it's a process, Maria. Of course it is. That's, I believe you. It's a you. process, yes. But, yeah, like, that's a good point, Maria, is that this show was messed up. It was hella messed up in so many ways. Why don't you introduce it first? Well, I was going to make a point first. Oh, okay. Go ahead. And it, is that a lot of people, like, look to the 90s shows as being, like, messed up, and you look at them. And they're just kind of like, kind of weird or abstract or just kind of dumb, you know? Right. And then you get this show, which is, uh, you know, has a lot of market appeal. You know, kids can watch it and, you know, be very entertained by it. But it, it doesn't have a lot of the weird abstractness, you know, the, the gross out humor yeah. But it's so weird and haunting and points. Oh god, it really is. Like it messed me up a couple times. Um I still remember that one episode in which there's the guy with I think it's the, he's the moon, right? Mm-hmm. He's in yep. their basement. That thing messed me up. Like mm-hmm. why? <laughs> How? That's yeah. horrifying. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that one eventually. But for this one, we watched uh, season four, episode seven, The Mask. Original release date, October 18th, 2002. Written and directed by John R. Dilworth. He created the show. And storyboard supervisor was Jim Mitchell, and background supervisor was Andrew Kovalt. I don't know what a background supervisor does, but I'm sure it's important. Um, I well, I mean, the backgrounds were a little interesting this time. Yeah, there weren't enough of them, though. That's fair. I mean, not enough to warrant a background supervisor, I suppose. Being in the credits. Yeah, like in the front credits too, not even just like the back ones. Mm-hmm. Not saying he didn't work hard. No, 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 no. We're just, it's, it's, it's interesting mm-hmm. that it, it was there. It's interesting that it was there. It is. 
All right, Maria, how about you give us a summary of what the hell happened? All right, so... Hmm. Yes, we start off with 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 courage, just, you know, lazing around in the shade, having having a, a little relaxing morning question mark. It it's always morning. looks like the same time of day. It's either early morning or it's pitch black night out, okay? There's no mm. in between in the show. Um well, there is, but it usually means something horrific is happening. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, um, yes, we see Muriel, you know, picking some eggs out from the from the little little hen house that they have, and Courage just laying there in the shade when just this random stranger walks up to him and smacks him with a sink. Why? Where did she get it from? Why does she hit him? Because she hates dogs. Why does she hate dogs, you ask? Because apparently her best friend, Bunny, was taken away by a dog. And she doesn't like dogs. So she smacks Courage a bunch of times with a sink. And Muriel, seeing this, thinks it's a perfectly natural thing for a stranger to do and invites her home for breakfast. And at breakfast, she basically, she, uh, the stranger with a mask uh, explains her backstory, which I already explained to you guys, and why she hates dogs, and is all mysterious and, and masky and all that, all that fancy stuff. Um... And then for for most of the rest of the episode, she she goes around and abuses um, Courage wherever she finds him by himself. So she smacks him with a fish when he's sitting on the chair. And Muriel peeks in and is like, oh, all right. I guess he's getting smacked by a fish and then walks away. And uh, the other time, uh, she's basically unclogging the toilet with courage at that point and uh, Eustace walks in and he's like oh I didn't mean to disturb you and then walks out immediately afterwards <laughs> and then uh, eventually uh, everyone is getting ready to sleep and uh, this mysterious woman in a white robe and mask is uh, undoing her mask and uh, Courage is being a perv and scared, staring through the keyhole. Uh, watches her <laughs> basically take off her robe and her her mask and sees that she's a cat person. And tries to warn Muriel and Eustace, who naturally Muriel understands what he's saying and then calls him calls him stupid for thinking a stranger that whacked him several times is going to do any harm to them. Um. So Courage basically steals this stranger's um, little mouse toy and uh, tries to find this so-called bunny whom he f gets information about from a rat that runs a diner. I mean, think, okay, think Ratatouille, but in America. <laughs> Hold on. What? Yep. What? <laughs> I mean, hold on. Basically, Murray, you can't. Mar no. What? 
No. Why not? I'm just saying no to that whole sentence right there. Why not? Because it's dumb. Why? Continue with anyway. this nonsense. Anyway, so Courage is drinking a milkshake, as one does at 1 a.m. in the morning at your local <laughs> Denny's. Um, Shut up. Why? We were not the only ones in that Denny's. I'm not calling anyone out. I'm just saying, as one does at a local Denny's. I am calling everyone that does that at a local Denny's out at 1 a.m., including myself. Remember that? Remember when that waiter sat with us? Yep. Stuff you see at at a Denny's at two a.m. Yeah, it was like his third day, I think. Yeah, poor poor guy. Anyway, poor guy. anyway, never saw him again. Yeah, I don't think we did. Anyway, continue. moving on. Um, right. Yes, Courage is drinking drinking a milkshake and is sort of trying to see what this mouse is essentially, and this and the um. Chef walks up, or I guess the waiter. You already went through this, didn't you? Oh, yes. Well, he based, the waiter basically just tells him, oh, yeah, we know who this is. Yeah. Everyone knows Bunny and Kitty, of course. Um, and so Courage goes to the wrong side of the tracks, as it has been hinted several times throughout the entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> And At this point, the gag is kind of overplayed. Yeah. But back in 2002, I don't think it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it goes to the wrong side of the tracks where the color palette immediately shifts to just grays and greens and blues and, like, dark reds. And um, sees this sort of rundown um, brick building and also witnesses this this... This fast car come in with uh with all snazzy music, uh with a with a car plate saying K nine. Oh god! Wow! Who the thunk? Um, and three dogs step out of of the car, and they're you know you know how how you know they're bad, James. How how do I know they're bad? Because they're wearing leather jackets, James, and a spiked that. collar. They're That's they're bad. bad dogs. They're bad dogs. It's a bad dog, right there. And um, one of the dogs that's wearing the collar and the wife beater, because of course he <laughs> is, um, is sort of dragging this uh, bunny out from inside the car and taking her into the into the building. And a literal bunny, right? Yes, yes, a literal bunny. Yes. <laughs> Whose name is Bunny? Whose name is Bunny? Yes. Okay, just yes. establishing. <laughs> yes, a bunny whose name is Bunny. Um, takes her inside and basically, you know, tells her to get over Kitty and that she's with him now and that he's gonna, he's he, he's made her all like fancy and stuff and, you know, all that, all that uh, abusive, toxic relationship stuff. And then hugs her, and while while he's hugging her, Bunny essentially latches his collar onto one of the lamp lamp stands and takes out a suitcase from one of the sofa because she's been ready to bolt for ages and tries to run out the door, but is stopped by the dogs who bury her bury her in a pot of mud, dirt, 
and um current shows up and basically tries it convinces bunny that he's 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 not one of the bad dogs and then proceeds to basically headbutt through the window courage for you um <laughs> and uh, fights one of the dogs with a shovel like Tom smacks slash yeah all that stuff and uh freeze bunny and then in the meantime muriel really needs to go to the bathroom but courage has um locked all of the doors and kitty finds out that her mouse is missing so she's losing her shit too and they're just all trying to get out of their respective rooms um while uh courage beats up the other dog and buries both of them in in the earth pot how nobody knows um and then mad dog shows up so they run out the window and um kitty manages to find her way out of the house uh courage basically tries to distract mad dog but mad dog really just wants bunny back so chases bunny and uh courage jumps into the car swerves the wheel and puts them onto the train tracks and then jumps out the window and mad dog and his car is trashed by the oncoming train and um at the back of the train kitty's sort of standing in one of the compartments and she calls to bunny and basically takes her with her and um says that she was wrong about dogs and that they're not all bad and courage goes back home and um finds that Eustace is, is awfully attached to that mask now. And, yep. That's it. That's all there is. There isn't any more. Hashtag not all men. <laughs> that does kind of feel like that, doesn't it, in today's time? I mean, not, I mean, not really, but kind of. I mean, yeah, it's interesting to see how that kind of translates, right? Like, I feel like <laughs> at that time, the the creator was just being like, don't generalize people just because they're somewhat similar. <laughs> but it kind of translates a little differently today, even though that same, like, the same... Uh, lesson still translates it translate to translates to another level i guess or another layer that the creator probably never first saw when he was making this no i don't think john r dilworth <laughs> thought to hashtag not all men when he was <laughs> writing this i think he was just thinking here's a i'm gonna write a story about abuse yeah and Basically. I'm going to see if Cartoon Network will let me do it. And the studio heads were apparently too deep in their cocaine pile to notice. <laughs> Basically. I mean, again, it's not a bad lesson to, to, to try and translate into a kid's cartoon show. Sure. Um, Sometimes help can come from unlikely places. Yeah. 
or that or again, like, like just that. because people are similar doesn't mean that there's the same, right? Like just because certain group acts a certain way doesn't mean a similar group will do the same thing, right? Right. Um, so it's kind of an important lesson about stereotypes, James. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of lessons in here. Yeah, we're just saying something because this is a silly, stupid show where people <laughs> whack other people with like fishes and sinks and washing machines. Yep. It's silly, stupid cartoon. Why should we take it seriously? Yeah, that's fair. Why should we, James? You want to tell know. us I, why? I think that's the end of the podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Fuck cartoons. They're silly, stupid drawings. Yep. They're stupid drawings. That move. <laughs> That's the most offensive part. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, okay, let's go to the animation first, just because there's not a lot to say about it. Yeah, um... There was the three D eggs, James. Remember those three D eggs and the hay? That was so weird. Uh, like, okay, Muriel is picking eggs out of the very oft seen chicken coop. Yeah. Or rarely seen chicken mm-hmm. coop. And the hay in there and the eggs were three D models for some reason. Yeah. And there was just some other stuff that was just randomly 3D. Like, I get it, Courage had built the brand by this point on being a mixed media piece. Yeah. But the parts where Courage shines is when they use mixed media's weird uncanniness because 3D just doesn't look good at this point to scare the kids. Essentially, yeah, yeah. That's when it's most effective, I think, because, um, so like I, I mentioned a little bit earlier when we were talking before recording, the uh, the episode with the moon man, with the, f- mm-hmm. the face of a man, like a giant moon, that, that was freaky stuff. And then also when they did that with, um, you remember that one episode about the tree that had sentience? Yes. Where like the little squarish uh area was was basically like a man's face essentially mm. um mm. and then they chopped it down which is why it was so horrific that they chopped down the <laughs> the tree yeah um like all those things or when even like i know the 3d ground was all warped and weird in the in the first episode when we saw the the mattress one it still was done in a way that that it kind of was uncanny right to watch it happen um and the shot sort of helped it or even in this episode when they use the moon like the 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 <laughs> they uh, just com- grabbed an image composite <laughs> composite that's the world that's the you word. did it good job maria yeah i'm proud of myself yeah, they just grabbed a, a JPEG yep. or a PNG of the moon and off the internet and kind of just slapped it on there. But but they did they color corrected it 
mm-hmm. and put some shit over it. Yeah, basically so like it... the little mist overlays that they did. Um, so it mm-hmm. looked like it was still part of the area. And then even the way that the the lighting on the house was done or like color palette that they took as well as the angle sort of kind of distracts from the fact that it was a composite and not like a drawn moon. It made mm-hmm. it look a lot creepier, even though it wasn't supposed to be that creepy. No, it was supposed to be more ominous, I guess. Yeah, I yeah, like ominous or something like that. I don't, I'm not entirely sure. But they do that low angle shot um, often, I feel, mm-hmm. uh, especially when establishing location. Because when yeah. they did the shot of the um, of the dilapidated like brick and mortar brick house, um, a brick building, they they do that same sort of angle with it. Yeah. Um, instead of just doing a regular shot, or that sort of warped perspective shots when he when they're establishing the area um, beyond the, the on the wrong side of the track, so like the uh nuclear thingamabobbers and weird tanks and machines with like red lights and all that it's got that weird sort of warped perspective where the stuff that's closer to you looks abnormally large and everything else looks like weirdly small right to give Mm. sort of this um not exactly ominous but just a bizarreness and just making it look wrong right just to hammer in hammer home the the wrong side of the fence just hammering <laughs> that home just harder and harder and harder um, oh my god yeah that's my spiel yep that's your spiel yeah. well, very good yeah. um yeah the they did have another <laughs> another uh 3d uh, ground shot while Courage and Bunny are running away. Yeah, and it still yeah. looked terrible. <laughs> yeah, they were kind of on it, you know. Yeah, this one was better, but not by much. Right. But it's fine. It's fine, right? Yeah. It's fine. I mean, they did manage to like live up to that creepiness factor, right? With with the the mask and and the the cat in the mask and her just kind of like drinking the tea um even good. though it spills down like while hilarious also is unsettling right yes. um and just the stark white like robe and the mask just you know putting her out of of the regular daily life of this old couple with a dog right well, yeah. you're so conditioned by after watching Courage. You're seeing this and you're like, I, I know this show. That's the villain because it right. looks weird and creepy. And it also attacked our favorite dog in the yeah. first three seconds that it started. <laughs> exactly. So it that is definitely the villain. And then you're like, oh, no, it's not the villain. It's just a sad cat that wants his friend back. <laughs> friend quote unquote quote friend unquote, back friend. there's some there's some there is some serious um veiling happening <laughs> right um 
just to wrap up animation like it's it's limited animation there's you know they do a lot with very little encourage yeah yeah like you know it's animated pretty simply they do they, they cheat a lot with repeated actions right with uh one or two frames mm-hmm. for something like courage is screaming is usually just you know a couple of Reused, repeated frames yeah, yeah. but yeah. i mean i have to give them props for the detail in like in injured courage oh yeah the amount of detail that goes into abused courage is just because they change the color. They have to change the color palette for him too, right? Every time he gets hit mm-hmm. he or like tired or or just roughed up, they have to change his character model. They do it all the time. If he gets wet, they have to change it. If he gets hit, they have to change it. If, they, if he's just even slightly roughed up, like after um, getting hit, jumping out of the, the car... And when he comes back home, he's still sort of roughed up. So they change his character model quite a bit um, every time that something happens to him, which is saying something. It's why they reuse character models so much in this show. Exactly. It's because they have to spend so much time, like, fucking up courage. (laughs) Yeah. They they have to pay their uh, character designers to make weird ways that courage is injured. Yeah, essentially. Good God. Um. Yeah, and that's kind of all I have to say about the animation. Yeah, it's simple. It's sweet. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a it gets a it show. gets away with a lot, even if it's just you know pretty simple. Uh, I think they're still in cells yeah. at this point. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's TV animation, but it does have a level of polish right? that lesser shows don't have. There's right. a lot of care put into it. Yeah. Well, they clearly have a motive behind it. And there's you can see clearly that they're allocating resources to that motive as compared to spending time or money on stuff that they don't really care for. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's let's hit the elephant in the room in the face. Shall Which we? one? Uh the well, okay, yeah, there's a few elephants we have here. Uh which one do you want to tackle first? We want to tackle best friends. Okay, yeah, we'll tackle the gay thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much that translated through in the time that this moved that this episode was released in. I don't know. I was twelve. Yeah, so. I mean, like to someone other and than you like were kids a watching. Zygote, weren't you? Two thousand two? No, I was like a four-year-old. Oh, an ovum? I was a four-year-old. I was in a developmental stage <laughs> A of gleam childhood. in your father's eye. Oh, my God. I was the apple of his eye. I still am. Oh, a wish upon a star. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I was not. An egg at the stork star. factory. <laughs> I was not, sir. You don't believe in storks. 
okay. I mean, they exist. So I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. No, I don't. I think Maria doesn't believe in storks. <laughs> I mean, I don't believe that the stork brings the babies. Why not? Because I know where they really come from. Santa Claus. Sure, James. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, let's talk about how they're gay. <laughs> they're so gay. <laughs> they're a little gay. Like, you could watch the show, and I don't know if you could come away other than thinking that they're gay for each other. Yeah, and I don't know if that's because... Um, like we are used to we are well at least the two of us are now used to seeing this kind of stuff openly on tv in certain places and through certain ideas and are also like used to um looking at more uh, veiled ideas because we look at shows from an older time that are still trying to get a point across even though they have to get through, like... Uh, the censors. Pr- yeah, the censors and stuff like that. Maybe it's a little groups. more apparent to us, especially. Like, when, mm-hmm. I, when I first... When I when she first started talking about Bunny, when I was a kid, but, like, this time when I watched it, um, it was very apparent. It was just, like, glaringly there that these two are... Yeah, no, these two are a thing. Yeah. These two are not best friends. They're 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 lady friends. They're lady friends. They're lady friends. They are definitely lady friends. Which is also yeah. a term I didn't realize actually meant like uh, a lesbian couple until a while I mean, after living here. I mean it doesn't. It's it's an old timey term. Yeah, it is an old timey term, yes. Yes, but I, mean, I never it's... realized that that was kind of like okay. how being in the Navy meant that, <laughs> you know, I didn't I didn't understand those uh, euphemisms before oh. before I came here. I was like, hmm. In the Navy. <laughs> anyway. Um, Anywho. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, there, there's like, there's the veiled gay. Like character, um, I can't think of an example off the top of my head. Like you know, from the nineties or eighties, where they had to be veiled as gay, hmm. lest lest they call upon the wrath of the parents. Right. Um. I mean, a lot of the Disney villains were, but I wouldn't say that well, they no, were that... veiled. They were more like targeted attacks. Um, That's coded, Maria. Yeah, they were There's coded. There's a difference. Exactly, For... yeah. yeah. For those that don't know, the coded gay means that a character is implied to be homosexual and that character is usually a villain. Yeah, yep. In a sense. Or for laughs, that's also a thing. Yeah. There, there's definitely plenty of those, especially in early 90s sitcoms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a whole... Oh, boy. Yep, that's a... 
That's a whole different can of worms. Not touching that. Nope. 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 We're just nope. gonna sit back here with our cat and bunny lesbian yep. couple. I just, ship it. I you know, it's it's so hard not to. I know, they're so point. adorable. Yeah. It, even if the creator didn't intend to. Yeah. You know. That's make fair. It, it's it still reads so hard. I know. Like it could most definitely be seen as like a best friend that really does not want their other their friend to be in this abusive relationship and is trying to get them out. For sure, sure. they could just be like the closest ever buddies. But just the way that they I don't know, the way that they phrase it, the kind of insecurity that Mad Dog has, the way that the rat describes the two of them, mm-hmm. it just heavily implies that there might be, yeah, they might be indicating. Like, I don't know, just the way that they wrote the other characters talking about these two, I just feel like it might have been intentional. Like I don't think that they were, that they were that they were ignorant of what they were doing, mm-hmm. because of the way that they like had the other characters talk about them, especially other male characters. Right. Um, yeah, I think the the insecurities of Bad Dog and the fact that he's going to bury them, which he literally does. Yeah, well, one of the them show. at least. Well, yeah, one of them in the yeah. If they, you know, are together again, I is is there's some implications there that are just they're heavy. Right, exactly. Like again, I can understand. Uh, it could most definitely be taken in just like that. She was a best friend that was trying to keep Bunny away from Mad Dog, and he was like, "Nah." But it seemed more like instead of an anger. It seemed more like an insecurity, which is why it feels like it's heavily implicated mm-hmm. um, rather than just being like a best friend, try to keep a friend away situation, right? Right. I think it's because she doesn't even bring it up. He's the one that brings it up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which just makes you think, what are you, what are you, what are you feeling there, dude? Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Do you need to manspread some more? <laughs> need to manspread some more oh god um yeah but yeah i mean i don't even think that she's in the she was willingly in the relationship it doesn't feel like it does it like it just feels like she she just was maybe in that relationship and then was trying to get away but he basically owns her now and you know she's a small bunny and he's a giant as dog with big teeth and you know yeah bunny was waiting for kitty to confess maria of course and she got tired of waiting and mad dog came along oh, and it's just like i'll get you you know these, i'll, these I'll make you a classy girl yeah i'll get you out from the wrong side of the tracks he uh-huh. promised her uh-huh. and, and you know she couldn't she couldn't have said no to that yeah, and her yeah. best friend whom she loved just wouldn't she wouldn't commit. I mean, that brings until a, it was too late. Brings a whole new meaning to the mask, too, James. Right. Trying to hide 
girl. Yeah. She's trying to hide her own feelings, Maria. She's trying to hide her feelings, James. It's so deep. Dilworth, you genius. You literary genius. <laughs> anyway. It it actually kind of is, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a pretty deep. It's like, you know, it makes me think a little bit. And I don't right. want to be thinking these thoughts. But uh Shira. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. Not gay enough. What? In what sense? In that, like, they dance around a lot of their main characters' sexualities and Oh, that's fair. But I mean I feel like they don't really indulge in any kind of non like there are a lot of hints but they don't really indulge in any kind of non-platonic actions i'm gonna counter that maria with the two gay couples who barely well, appear in the show well, yeah but like they don't again they're gay couples but you don't actually see them like kissing or something or wait yeah, do you we? do multiple times Fuck, I don't remember. Never mind. I ret- re- retract my statement. Okay. Um, hmm, that's fair. And you know, I don't want to shit on Shira, except I do, but you know. And then you got it's just kind of like it's a it's a very explicit ep- episode about even if he didn't intend it. Yeah. A homosexual relationship. Mm-hmm. That has layers of abuse. And, you know, other implications that are too to get into. Exactly. And, you know, it put it, it was, I guess he was brave enough to put it in this show that was very popular at the time. Right. With, you know, without hesitation, other than, you know. What are the what are the network's executives gonna think once they wake up from their cocaine binge <laughs> and they from their see cocaine this cocaine stupor? Yeah. Whereas show even you know shows that have all of the leeway Liberty. to do whatever they yeah. want, yeah, aren't going there for right. a reason that I'm not I'm confused about. Right. I I kind of I I understand your um criticism actually. That's that's a valid criticism of not of them even though they have the liberty to not stepping over the line. Um there is no line anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, uh, stepping over a an, a non-existent line basically, a line that has been like People have kicked sand over enough that that you you can you can live without ha- without it having existed in the first place. Um, that's an interesting point, and very valid. I don't want to shit on. I don't want to shit on Shira. Yeah, no, or, but it is a valid criticism, right? Because they do have gay couples and just other couples in general. But for some yeah, they reason they refuse. Yeah, but for some reason they refuse to like have the main cast explicitly be involved um, in in that sense, right? And while it's important right. to see even the background characters be involved in that sense, it's also important to see the main characters 
be involved in that way too right um Mm -hmm. but yeah no that's that's a valid criticism whereas these guys like (laughs) 2002 were like okay you guys this is what we're gonna do we're gonna sneak this past the production we're gonna sneak this past the publication house Mm -hmm. and they won't even know what they aired until like 10 years later and this is a 22 minute episode that has to get cleared yeah because courage is an 11 minute show they had like i I think they've only had two or three two-parter you have to get a two-parter cleared for to go because you know you need to clear the um advertising schedule for it james it's special and two parts I forgot about that. Somebody on the Boomerang team is genius, and I love them, and I want to buy them just a cake. <laughs> do you do you have that, or do you want me to read it? Well, I don't have all of it. I just have the part that 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 you you pointed out to me. All right, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go and read it out really quick. Vamp for me. Okay. Well, anyway, so yeah, it's really it's really cool to. Are interesting to to watch these creators bring something like this into a TV show with so much care, um, because I feel like the way that they did it just it feels intentional, mostly because of the amount of care and loopholing that they did to make sure that some of the meanings stayed, but also it was vague enough that they could just be like, no, we just mean that they're best friends. Mm-hmm. What do you mean about physical abuse? This woman just smashed Courage. Courage is being smacked around for episodes after episodes. I don't see why you can't let this fly. You know, stuff like that. Just very, very smartly and elegantly sort of um, iterated throughout the episode. Anyway, did you find it? I did, yes. All right. Let it rip, James. Uh, okay, so f- some some brave soul at, at Boomerang wrote, In a special two-part episode, Kitty, a dog-hating stranger wearing a mask, shows up at the farm. It's special, and it's two parts. So there. <laughs> what? <laughs> sure, sure, why not? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, verve description person, I salute you. <laughs> I salute thee and thine, and thine effort. I have to write a couple dozen hundred, well, not that many, but I have to write a couple dozen of these descriptions by Monday. <laughs> it's a two-part episode, so there. Yeah, just fucking watch it, and then you'll know what it's in it. Just fucking watch it. Yeah. Pigs. Ya hogs. <laughs> Consume bingers. your product. Damn it. God. What also, are we talking about? Can we talk about like the music? Oh, it was great. Brilliant. And As just, always. Yeah. And just every time Mad Dog shows up, the music changes and I fucking love it. Yeah. I want this track. Like it is banging. Yeah, it's it's kind of like even when Ms. Cats shows up. Yeah, she's got that... this like 
ethereal like yeah weird track going on it's yeah. like why would you waste this is what they wasted their time on making music <laughs> the last um banjo music is it a banjo it's a ukulele i can't tell i've not oh in the music. intro no yeah the outro yeah oh yeah that's definitely a ukulele or mm. some shit yeah. i don't know banjo but like anyway. other than that string instrument everything else is is like vocal sounds what yeah if you listen to the outro oh oh i thought you were talking about the show or in the episode i'm just like what the hell are you smoking maria um something good apparently um anyway no i mean like at the end the end credits the outro yeah yeah i got it yeah some weird yodeling yeah or some shit i don't know here's the lesson of the episode kids Uh uh-huh this is for women specifically because men don't have to deal with this because well actually they do okay if you're in a relationship no matter who you are yeah always have a getaway bag (laughs) even if you've been with this person for 40 years always have a getaway bag under the couch this is what courage taught me are you telling them not to have a getaway bag? I'm telling you, if you need to have a getaway bag, then you're not in the right relationship. God, it's just being prepared, Maria. For what? For what we saw in this episode. That again, I I my point stands, if you need to prepare a getaway bag to get out of a relationship that you're in, you're probably not in the right relationship. If you have a getaway bag just in general because there are people after you, that's a different scenario entirely. But if you have a getaway bag specifically because you need a reason to get away from the relationship that you're in, you're in the wrong you're in the wrong relationship, buddy. Like, I hate to break it to you. How dare you? How dare I what? How dare you break it to me? It's for your own good, James. <laughs> I'm in hell. What good is there left? I mean, what circle of hell are you in? Is there a circle for bad cartoons? Dante, get on that. <laughs> Dante, you, get on that. <laughs> you dead prick. He's <laughs> probably still writing about hell in hell right now. Just right this moment. I I hope he found something. It's like I was wrong about this place. Turns out wife... hell is only JFK Airport. Did you know he was married and his wife wasn't Beatrice. Beatrice was just some lady that he didn't even know, but had seen before. Great. How did his wife feel about him? Dedicating three epic poems to some Beatrice. some broad, <laughs> some random broad. Yeah, um, feel for her, man. You know, let's go ask him. Hey, look, man, I don't have his address. Also, he lives in the weird part of hell, and I don't want to go there. <laughs> you want to run into Lovecraft too? Like, come on. Oh God, he's he's somewhere. Well. To, technically for him life was hell so 
his hell is just life again. Look, last time I went there, he latched onto me like I was Cthulhu. I mean, that's kind of the subtext of his writings or the minorities are, you know, black and brown people are Cthulhu. Right. I mean, yeah, that's what I was hinting at, but thanks for, okay. for spelling it you out. You thought you were Cthulhu? <laughs> There's a theory that his editors just changed all of the racial slurs to weird names. I would not be surprised if that was true, although I don't know if, how much evidence there is for that, except for he said, she said. It's a joke. Great. But I wouldn't be but, surprised you know. if that genuinely came out. That, yeah, that's fair. Anyway, are we done? Are yeah, we, I think so. Can we, can we get out of this heaviness? Yeah. Is this episode, which was really good. It was so good. Do you recommend it? I recommend it. I mean, I would recommend just watching Courage anyway. We were scroll- scrolling through trying to pick one, and I was mm. just found like three or four of them. I was like, yeah, this would be fun to talk about, and this would be fun to talk about, and this would be fun to talk about. And we finally settled on this one because it mm. makes your heart hurt in a good way. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a very good show and a great episode. Yep got that lovely creep vibes and the deep messages and Mm. lots of animal abuse (laughs) aka current i mean also bunny oh yeah that too (laughs) anyway what are we watching next time maria i don't know james what are we watching next time good i wish you hadn't asked why because i just looked at the schedule what is it (laughs) Well, we got to, you know, it's the start of the season. We got to balance out the good with the bad, right? But why? I know you just want to watch good cartoons, but that's not good content. Fine. What are we watching? We're watching probably the bottom of the barrel. The, 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 it's, it's, it's the show that is now in hell with us. It's found us, Maria. What is it? We're going back to our old friends, Deke. Do you remember Deke, Maria? No. They made the Sonic the Hedgehog show. <laughs> yep, but it's worse. It's so much worse. Because we're, we're watching the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Why would you do this to me? It is literally the bottom of the barrel. Well, fuck. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? <laughs> the bottom of the barrel would be no- much more noble than this. This is the dirt under the barrel. All right. Fine. We're watching something Mario something something by Deke <laughs> that made that stupid Sonic show. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. If you liked our episode and you would like us to make more episodes, which we will make anyway, even if you didn't like it, um, Don't please tell support them that. us. <laughs> if you like this episode, please support us on. Um, uh, please support us by liking our social media. That is chaotic silly, no space on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you like us even more. Um, you can give us a dollar, and for a dollar every month, we uh, run a 
Patreon-exclusive podcast called Movie Night in Hell, where James and I talk about movies instead of TV shows. Animated movies instead of TV shows. And if you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, leave us a comment. If you're listening to us on iTunes, leave us a review. If you're listening to us on Spotify, keep listening, I guess. They can um, follow on Spotify. Hmm? They can follow. And follow us on Spotify. Yes, that. That too. Um, and our Patreon link is patreon.com slash chaoticsilly. All the links are in the description. What are we watching for movie night, Maria? For movie night in hell, we're watching Detective Pikachu. What? Ooh. Yay. That's not an animated movie. Pikachu's animated in that movie, so it still counts. <laughs> There's a lot of animation in that movie. It's it's perfectly fine. Yeah. But why are you watching it, Maria? Because Pikachu's adorable and there's a sleeping Snorlax. Yes, but what other cultural thing is happening that might prompt us to watch this? Pokemon are alive? I mean, I wish. That'd be great. No, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie's coming out. Oh, that dumpster fire. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I had deleted that from my memory. Why would you remind me of that? Yep. Um, oh, yeah, we'll just... We're going to skip the news bit. It's the first episode. Give us a break. Yep. <laughs> Next week, we'll have news. Yes. I just didn't have time to get any. It's okay. There's your news. Sonic the Hedgehog is coming out. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Early reviews are apparently positive. I don't believe it. You won't believe it till you see it? I'm not seeing that piece of trash. Look, I don't care how great that thing turns out. They fired the entire crew that redid Sonic. There's nothing that they could do to redeem that. Uh, they didn't fire them. They... They... They had to shut down the, their animation studio. So the animation studio that redid Sonic to look better had to shut down because they didn't get paid enough? The, the animation studio that did, that did that also did The Lion King. Wow. So then why did you, they have to shut down? We'll find out next week. I'll, I'll look into it. Okay. Well, I stay forgot. tuned for that. So they yep. didn't get fired. Okay. That no, makes they me just less shut mad. down. It's you should still be mad, though. I mean, yes, I'm still mad, just like only slightly incrementally, le incrementally less. Okay, everyone, be very mad. Yes. Don't go see Sonic the Hedgehog. They, you know, they put out a shitty product and then expected their animators to fix it when the executives made the poor decisions. Yep. Anyway, and then more on that like, next time. Yeah, we'll t we'll talk about that for some. Oh yeah, video games. That's also why we're watching the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I guess we could have watched the Sonic, the good Sonic cartoon. We'll find out in next in the next two weeks. <laughs> we'll Stay find tuned. Out what we're watching. Goodbye. Bye.